5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right. I hope everybody had a a great Christmas and are ready to uh, kind of finish out this 2020 year as we uh, we're we're coming up. We're coming up on on or on the end of a old year. And so we're going to face a new year. But before we get there, this is still the fourth day of Christmas. Uh, so according to some kind of historical things, they said the the fourth day of Christmas is when they uh, observe the Feast of the Holy Innocents, which comes from the story in, in Matthew chapter 2. And I'm going to take you there. Uh, Matthew chapter 2, let's start with verse 13. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. And the the angel said, stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and mother, his mother, and they uh, stayed until Herod's death. Thus fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt. And then verse 16, Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. So we don't know how much time had passed from when the Magi or the, you know, the the people from the East, the, you know, and so they came and then they saw Herod. So, I mean, that star could have been out there for a while. And so that's the reason why when you're looking at Herod, not just saying, all right, kill all the babies, the baby boys, he's looking at between one and or between uh, infancy and two years old. Now that's the the range. So the the magi probably didn't show up immediately at the birth of Jesus. Jesus could have been older, um, somewhere between zero and two. And I think that's where the the story we you know even though it's it's right at the the Christmas story, right? I mean we we see that things are happening there and. It's this paranoia in leadership on Herod's part. Now, this wasn't the first time that Herod made some paranoia mistakes. I mean, he he was a guy that would, I mean, he, he was so paranoid that somebody was going to come after him that he killed his own kids. He didn't want to give up power. And this power struggle, you know, is is still seen today. I'm not saying people would necessarily murder for them, you know, to, to keep power, but I'm also not saying it. So when you're seeing a guy like this and he's he's willing to go to great lengths in order to stay in power, why? Because they have this whisper that the king of the Jews is being born, right? That that the Messiah, the one prophesied about. Herod knew these prophecies, and here's that little bit of a whisper that gets him to say, you know, oh, like, this isn't good. I've got to be careful. 
I've got to make sure that this Messiah, this Savior being born, is, is not going to take my place. And so he's so terrified that he's willing to go out and to murder, have a whole bunch of baby boys killed because he's worried that somebody's going to take his place. So this is the not-so-fun parts about the Christmas story with the death of the innocent, but here's the part that what we have to be able to see is that Jesus, even as an infant, is already a threat. It's a threat to earthly power. It's a threat to the devil and, and even the principalities that are at work there. This is already an issue, and Jesus is an infant. And so this is, this is big, but we also know that it's a really ugly part of it. When we see that Jesus and Mary and Joseph become, you know, like as we call them, asylum seekers, or, you know, some people even try to refer to them as refugees. Now, I know that it, you know, it's, it, we try to be able to equate that based on our current, um, you know, certain of uh, circumstances with, with uh, you know, asylum seekers and refugees today. And it was a little bit different because it was all the Roman Empire. Now, they would have crossed borders from, you know, one, you know, pro-council or whatever to another, but they would have been under the same empire. And so it, it's a little bit different from going from, you know, Central America to, um, you know, to the United States. So it's, it's a whole different country. And that's what makes it refugee status or asylum seekers. Um, but either way, what we do know realistically is that they were fleeing for their lives. If they would have stayed there, chances are Jesus could have been in real danger of being killed. But God already knew this, sent an angel, said, hey, Joseph, flee, get out of here, because this is what's going to happen. Jesus is already threatening the power struggle and the structure of power. And so we see a mighty Jesus and a mighty God who is at work, who even says, hey, this is coming. Don't stick around. All right. Think about that for today. We are going to be back again tomorrow with, uh, with some new stuff. So take care, everybody.